0: what's up my greats hope everybody's good hope everybody's being proactive in chasing what they want in life welcome to another episode of the manny d rosa podcast i am obviously manny d rosa and today i want to i want to talk about focusing on more focusing on more. Today, I want to talk about how we focus on what we don't have, which is a bad habit. In a recent episode, I talked about the law of polarity. If you haven't heard that, go back and check that out. I go into depth on the law of polarity. Um, the law of polarity, for those who haven't heard it, I'll, I'll explain real quick. The law of polarity states that there's two sides to everything. Everything on God's green earth, everything in the universe has two sides. You've never seen a one-sided car. You've never seen a one-sided tree. You've never seen a one-sided coin. In fact, every story has two sides. Every opinion has two sides. We could go on and on and on. What I want to do is focus, take this principle and dive a little deeper into one aspect of it. We have to choose to focus on the positive, the abundance, and the possibilities, break free we have to break free from the negative focus trap that's what we call in it today the negative focus trap and create a mindset that moves us toward greater success it's a common habit among entrepreneurs, we have a tendency to focus on what we haven't achieved rather than recognizing and appreciating all the stuff that we've accomplished. It's all too easy to fall into the negative focus trap and where we obsess over what we haven't achieved instead of celebrating all our little successes along the way. Now, let me give you a couple examples to illustrate my point. For example, I knew a guy who worked in sales, right? He was always fixated on a missed opportunity. So like, say he would sign, let's say he would sign, you know, do a sales pitch and sign 10 people in a row, make the sale, close the deal, 10 in a row. And then the 11th one, let's say he couldn't close the deal and one got away. He would spend two days harping on the one that got away. He would just be so fixated on like, oh man, if I would have signed that one right there, and he would just go on and on for two days and he's focusing so much on the one that he didn't sign that in those two days his numbers would always slip his numbers would always take a, a little dip because he wasn't focusing on momentum that the previous 10 people that he closed it should have gave him some momentum to keep moving forward but he always focused on the one that didn't sign so despite a string of accomplishments he couldn't let go of what could have been this negative. Focus prevented him from fully appreciating the progress he had made, hindering his ability to move forward. You know what I'm saying? Because he focused on what he didn't have instead of counting his blessings on what he did have. Another common trap is comparing ourselves to others in our industry. And this is so prevalent, especially since the birth of social media. We have to realize that somebody's social media feed, let's say Instagram, for example, if you're scrolling through somebody's Instagram feed, somebody you admire, somebody who's in the same field as you, you have to. Know know that you're looking at their highlight reel you know what I'm saying hardly nobody jumps to post when they just failed or had a bad day or or they lost money today or you know what I'm saying so it's like and I'll always you know, make a basketball reference because I'm a basketball fan. It's like, you know, you have a player and you go on YouTube and you type in such and such players highlights and you watch the video and you're like, man, this guy's good. He never misses. It's because they edited out all the misses, all the turnovers, all the bad decisions. You know what I'm saying? So you're looking at somebody's highlight reel. So how could you realistically compare your journey to somebody else's journey when you don't even know what they're going through? We see someone else's achievements. And we feel inadequate because we haven't reached the same level of success as them. When we don't even know the stuff they're going through in real time, in real life. Um, This comparison game, it robs us of the joy and the gratitude we should feel for our own accomplishments because we're focused on what somebody else is doing. Everybody is in a different place in their journey. If you got a bunch of people going after the same goal, nobody is in the same place of their journey as somebody else. Everybody's in different places in their journey, you might have people behind you in their journey, Um, you might have people in front of you in their journey, and everybody's gonna take a different path to get where everybody's trying to go. You have to understand that. And that reminds me of, uh, and I'm guilty as charged. I'll give you an example. When I I made that mistake, a couple of years ago, I decided to invest in upgrading my gear, right? So I I went after my film gear, and I, I think I spent... If I remember correctly, about six grand in upgrading. I had bought a new cinema camera, and uh, you know, built out a rig for it, and bought some new lighting, and you know, just some stuff, some upgrades. I believe it was about six grand I spent in film gear, right? And then after that, I decided the goal was to totally overhaul my recording studio setup, right? And I believe I spent about 12 grand, if I remember correctly, it was about 12 grand. It, so that that's 12 grand is a major overhaul on my recording studio setup. Normally, you know, if I see a piece that just came out, a piece of gear and I would, you know, oh man, that looks, that would be an awesome, you know, addition to my setup. Or if like a new model to something I already have came out, I would upgrade to the new model and get rid of the old model. Model. but this time it was like a complete overhaul new monitors new and oh and also i spent like six grand to have a custom built computer to specs all the bells and whistles was it the so i had new computer new new mod 4k monitors you know dual monitors new interface new you name it i mean i i, I rebuilt the hostess whole, whole setup right now what i did was I knew what kind of music I wanted to. You know, I'm always evolving and always trying new things, and always trying to grow as a musician, grow as a, a, a producer. So I knew what kind of music I was aspiring to make. Like, what's the next, what's the next step for me musically? So I, I compiled this list of gear that would help me make that type of music, right? So I had a list of gear and I started, like within, within a month's time, I was ordering the gear, ordering this piece. So within a month's time, all the gear was showing up. As it showed up, I would hook it up and add it to the, to the setup, right? And I reached the point where I spent enough money. <laughs> and I was like, ooh. I pumped on the brakes and I was like, all right, I think I spent enough money. When I looked at the list, there was this, I, I bought everything on the list except this one synthesizer. And I was like, man, should I ju- And then I was like debating for like weeks, like, should I just go ahead and get it? But I decided to stop spending money. I already spent enough money between the film gear, between the audio gear. And I was like putting my foot down. I was like, nope, you're not spending no money. You spend enough money. You got enough new stuff. You got enough new toys, Manny. Ch- chill on out. <laughs> but then for like two months, I was harping on this one synthesizer that I didn't get. I remember one day I was I was in the middle of, of uh, working on a new piece of music and I was like just thinking about this synthesizer. That I'm like, man, this this piece of music that I'm doing right now, that synthesizer, because I knew like the analog textures of that synthesizer. I was like, oh, man, that would have went perfect on this song that I'm working on now. And I was like in the middle of a song. I'm still thinking about, you know, instead of that's a blessing. That's a blessing, people to be able to over, uh, that, I'm, I'm blessed. I was blessed to be able to just go out and say, this is what I wanna do with my setup, go do it. You know what I'm saying? Not, I understand not everybody can just do that. You know what I'm saying? And even people who can do that, nobody does it like that. <laughs> you know, nobody's crazy enough to say, everything gotta go. We building out a whole new, you know what I'm saying? Not everything out of go, but I, I kept a lot of the old stuff. I just added and upgraded some stuff. So anyway, so it made me laugh later when I was... To this day, I still think about, damn, I should still get that synthesizer. <laughs> I don't harp on it as much as I did initially, but I remember like two months strong harping on that one synthesizer instead of focusing on... All, I had a lot of new toys sitting there. Instead of focusing on the blessings that were sitting in front of me, I was harping on... There's one damn synthesizer. <laughs> <laughs> even, even this uh, friend of mine comes to mind. He's build- building a small business, running a small business out of his home, right? And last year, his goal was to hit six figures by the end of the year. And he was grinding, working hard, boom, boom, putting the work in, putting the work in, putting the work in, uh, meeting new people, adding products to his product line, doing just grind. He was working. Dude's a workaholic, right? So his goal—he kept saying his goal—six figures by the end of the year. Six figures by the end of the year. When the end of the year came, he almost hit six figures. Like he didn't hit his goal, but he was right there. So suffice to say, right after the new year, he hit six figures. But that didn't matter to him. Like he wanted to hit six figures by the end of the year and didn't do it, and was like. He spent like a month just, oh man, I can't believe I didn't, I was working so hard and everything was coming again. It was just, you know, thinking about the negative. And I was like, bro, look at what you've done this past year. You're not in the same place personally. You've achieved growth, personal growth. Uh, Your business has grown. Look at all the uh, customer acquisition. Look at all the repeat customers. Look at your product line. Don't look nothing like it did a year ago. Look at the income you have coming in on a monthly basis compared to last year. I mean, like there's a bunch of stuff to be grateful for. And you harping on six figures. (laughs) You know, buddy, by a certain, by a calendar flip, you know, like that's what you harping on, and I made it. I pointed out how, yo, you need to count your blessings, bro. You you doing good. Like, what are you pissed about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we we gotta. And entrepreneurs, we we notorious for this. We have to shift our perspective and focus on what we have achieved. It's crucial to acknowledge our wins and use them as fuel for future growth. We gotta take time to reflect on our journey as an entrepreneur somebody chasing their goals and remember all the challenges that you had to overcome and all the milestones that you have reached along the way. By recognizing and celebrating these achievements, it kind of helps with your confidence and it helps you gain momentum Go as you go after future goals. No matter how small every milestone deserves recognition. I'll say it again, no matter how small every milestone deserves recognition. Acknowledge the steps you've taken, the lessons you've learned, the progress you've made. Remember, success is not a, a, this drives me crazy when i hear people talk success is not this final destination place i might have said this before i know i've said it a hundred times in the past success is not this final destination place that we're trying to get to we're trying to get there that's not success success is a series of small wins along the way that lead to the bigger victories that's success and you have to acknowledge those. You have to get in the habit of celebrating all those little wins along the way. Because they're, they're baby steps. And sometimes we don't realize them. We have to make sure we realize them. I can remember one time I was trying to put this thing together. I was going after this project. And I, I wanted to, this guy to be involved. And that guy to be involved. And I wanted to do this. And like, I won't go into the details. But I was going after this thing. And it had, it had to involve like getting to know this person. And bringing this person in. And showing this other person what I was capable of doing. And and just having a bunch of things click. And then like a couple months, you know, just after this, I was focused on this thing to work on this project. So I remember one time I'm sitting alone at my computer at night and I'm going through emails and then I get an email letting me know that I did it. That, you know, this last piece of information giving me the green light that I was like, I literally pumped my fist and I was like, yes, yes, I did that. And I literally got up from my computer Walked into my kitchen, and I'm not a big drinker. I used to drink a lot, but I I don't really drink. I I don't really drink. But for some reason, there's always some kind of wine or liquor in my house from like people giving gifts and stuff like that. So I literally took out a, a bottle of liquor, poured myself a shot, you know, salute up top and down the shot, pumped my fist again like I was so excited, you know, and then put the glass down on the counter and went back to my computer and continued working. (laughs) <laughs> you know, but I I took that that minute to stop what I was doing and celebrate even though it was by myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't like, oh, I gotta go to the club and get the fellas together. And, you know, I just took that one minute, one or two minutes, walked to the kitchen, acknowledged what I just did, this thing that I was after, and I took a second to acknowledge it and celebrate it for one second, and then I put the glass down on the counter, walked back to my computer, sat down and went, got back to work. You know what I'm saying? So we have to get it. I'm not saying I'm not telling everybody to go drink every time you achieve something, but, you know, just the habit of recognizing all the little things, you know, and make sure you take a second to acknowledge it. You know, I got to bring the Bible into it. The Bible has so many stories of people focusing on the wrong thing, right? the bible offers valuable insight into the consequences of focusing on what hasn't been attained a couple of couple of stories come to mind in the story of moses and the promised land we see how the israelites focused on what they lacked instead of recognizing the blessings they had received they dwelled on the hardships of the wilderness rather than celebrating their deliverance from slavery you know, wrap your brain around that for one second. This is what we've been doing throughout history. Uh, similarly, uh, when the Israelites wandered in the wilderness complaining about their circumstances, they longed for what they didn't have, failing to appreciate the miracles they had witnessed and the provisions they had received. The biggest one, you know, the, t- to me, the biggest example of them all Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Literally, God made Adam and Eve, I'll make a long story short, made Adam and Eve, made the Garden of Eden, gave them everything in abundance they needed in the Garden of Eden. Everything they needed was there. They didn't need anything else. Shoot, God even put gold, if you you read the book of Genesis, God put gold in the Garden of Eden. What what did they need gold for? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? so but they had everything they needed so along comes a serpent and what did the serpent do the serpent made them focus on the one thing they wanted not what they needed they had everything they needed he convinced them to focus on lack right and then what happened (laughs) we all know how that story ended like we have to focus on all the abundance around us and and all the blessings around us and all the growth and all the little victories. Book of Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That's a long list of positive stuff. We have to focus on the positive. These examples in the Bible remind us of the dangers of fixating on scarcity and overlooking abundance. It's it's a lot of powerful lessons for entrepreneurs. It teaches us to shift our focus from what is missing to what is already present. And we can look at the contrast between poor and wealthy mindsets. Let's look at the mindset of those with limited resources and compare them to those who have achieved wealth and success. Right. The difference is solely in the mindset It's solely in the focus. Individuals trapped in a poor mindset often compare themselves to others and feel a sense of lack. They adopt a victim mentality focusing on what they haven't attained rather than appreciating the stuff they have attained, right? On the other hand, wealthy individuals embrace a mindset of abundance. They recognize their achievements, express gratitude for what they have, and actively seek further growth. This positive mindset is like fuel for their success. It's important, I wanna make sure I make this point. It's important to remember That a wealthy mindset isn't about financial wealth only. It's about cultivating an attitude of gratitude and abundance in all areas of your life. Now, I want to leave you with this message. You have to make an effort to shift your perspective from what you haven't achieved to what you have accomplished practice gratitude for milestones big and small along this journey of entrepreneurship and remember this i'll leave you all with this satan can't change who you are he can only change who you think you are But religious folks think Satan has no chance of possessing them because Jesus Christ possesses them. They think if Satan can't possess you, he can't destroy you. But Satan knows he doesn't have to possess you to destroy you. He only has to oppress you to destroy you. And that's by leading you to focus on the negative, leading you to focus on the lack, leading you to focus on stuff that you haven't got. (laughs) You know, when you have all these other blessings, all this growth, all these milestones, all these small victories to cherish. All right, people. And I think I'll leave it right there. As always, in parting, there to be great people. Peace.